0: Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. I'm Baha Etmanen, the founder and editor of Ageless by Rescue. Ageless by Rescue gives you unprecedented access to international and Australian experts and visionaries.
1: Hi, it's Miranda Kerr here on Ageless by Rescue podcast. Hi, this is Martha Kaye and you are on Ageless by Rescue podcast. I'm Trini Woodall. I mean, I feel I'm being interviewed by the sexiest woman in the world.
0: Alex Pike is a cosmetic nurse, social media sensation, and a regular on the pages of the Daily Mail. She's a cosmetic nurse with two Melbourne-based clinics under Face by Alex Pike. Her sexy body, age-defying beauty, headline-making love life, and ability to share her astonishing glow-up by social media has helped her capture a solid following of men and women. She defies the rules of what a 44-year-old former model, twice-divorced mother of three can look and feel like. Her energy and beauty radiate. She's simply the walking and talking example that you are as vital and as young as you feel and commit to being. I absolutely loved recording this episode. We found so many things in common and there was just a really natural open and girl power vibe to this conversation that I can't help but be excited to share with you. If there is ever a reason to examine society's old rules around the expiration date for beauty, love and vitality, this is it. Alex Pike is the ultimate renaissance woman. She is fit, powerful, beautiful and in charge of her destiny. During this candid and uncensored episode our ageless modern muse, shares her fitness, diet, aesthetic, mindfulness, and surgical journey. She talks about the mistakes she's made, her wins, plus the daily rituals that have transformed her inside and out. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You're going to be so jealous of me because I have Alex Pike on the show and we've already had a conversation and had such a good girly conversation because Alex, as my friend and publicist, Gina Nixon says, is a girl's girl, and you really, really are. Hi, Alex. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on today. We've been trying to get this episode locked away for some time, and I'm thrilled. We're recording it on a Saturday. When I first saw you, you just finished a workout. And you were, you know, glowing in the Alex Pike manner that we're used to, to seeing. Let's talk about your philosophy of vitality, Rejuvenation and beauty because you're a cosmetic nurse, yes an influencer, you're a business owner, you're a mother of three, but really at the end of the day you're a woman who is on a mission to look and feel good for you know to the nth of her ability
1: well I, I suppose. I think that what you're saying is 100% it's the feeling good. Like I've never felt better in my life. So I'm 44 years old, you know, I've had three children. Uh, My body's never been better. Um, I obviously have had cosmetic treatments and I'm definitely, uh, you know, all for, you know, rejuvenation techniques to try and, and, maintain a level of appearance. But I think for me, it is about feeling good. And when I started to really look after myself and be my own, I've said this before, but be my own best friend in terms of, you know, cutting out the drinking and walking every day and meditation and, and really looking at what I was consuming and putting into my body. That's when I really started to look and feel my best.
0: You know, one of the things that I found um, liberating and I guess uh, scary too uh, after I turned 40 is that you're preloaded with all this conception about what's available to you, what's next. And I've always had this thing about self-talk and my parents taught me this when I was really young. So I decided after I turned 40 that I was going to speak to myself at the age that I felt and the age that I always feel is 28. Mm-hmm. So I would you know expect though my body to behave to look to feel that of a 28 year old. And I've heard you know there's all sorts of uh terminology for it but it, there is evidence in science that you can you know reprogram your body and your mind uh, mm-hmm. on how it fit, feels and it it really liberated me. And my grandmother was someone who always said, you know, you're never too old for love. It's always a joy if you fall in love. And, you know, I I fell in love after two marriages and two divorces. I, you know, I started dating a really hot Dutch guy who was like seven years younger than me when I was 43. And it was like, you know, the love story of my life. Um, And so that was true. And I love what you were saying. You know, you feel the best and mm-hmm. feel like you've got the best body of your life. Yeah. That's after three kids. So yeah. that can be true too. Tell me, did you consciously go after this or did you have an inkling or role models that you looked at and you went, I'm going to, I can be the best I can be now?
1: I mean, I suppose I've always looked um you know looked at older women and um you know when you are in your 20s you just never think you're going to be 44 ever do you know what I mean it just seems like oh my god they're they're so old and now uh I'm like you like I I I sort of I do think of myself as a 28 year old even my 8 year old son says you know the perfect age for you, Mum's twenty-eight. Like he, he already can pick up on things. And I, 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 ha- I just celebrated my birthday, and um, my two my two ex-husbands are very good friends, and they organised me a birthday cake, and they put my two ex-husbands 20-
0: are really good friends too, <laughs> and I great? love them. I, I and I rely on them. They're like yes. really important people in my life and um, in my daughter's life. they they're lovely.
1: Yeah, I, I agree that we're really close, but um they, they gave me a cake uh with 24 and um it was just cute. But uh yeah, I mean I'm getting off topic here. To ask me what you asking me again what I was what just you, saying that bro-
0: did you have do you have like a conscious did you have a conscious thought that you know I'm going to go after the rest of my life feeling and looking how I feel, not what society expects me to be at you know a mother of three or divorced twice or in my 40s did you have people you looked up to
1: yeah I beat myself up for a long time um after the second divorce I I, that was eight years ago and I really felt you know I, I had failed and there was a certain amount of shame attached to that for me which I had to work really hard on in terms of uh mentors I was fortunate enough at the start of my uh nursing career to, um, get a job with Dr. Brian Mendelson, And, you know, I lived in, I was an injector before I went and worked for him. Uh, so I started with him in 2005 and I started injecting in 2004 and he would often say to the patient, you know, if you're not happy when you look in the mirror, you know, you need to do something about that specific thing that you keep focusing on. But he also, um, you know spoke about and and also wrote in his book about we we don't feel any older inside. We st- I still feel the same. I still feel like I'm 18. You know, I really really do and it's just um and maintaining, you know, a level of self-care, self-esteem and I think for me in 2018, I I was definitely sort of struggling with um alcohol consumption sort of every second weekend when I didn't have my sons and uh, working really hard, the business was doing well, but then sort of going out and enjoying life a little bit too much. And I I suppose that's when I started my seventy five hard journey.
0: And Oh that's, yeah, you did that. I want to talk to you about that in detail. Yeah. Um but I, when I, I like when that. I
1: started yeah when I started looking after myself that's when I really started to feel good about myself again.
0: Yeah, for sure. And don't you think it's a self-fulfilling thing, especially with youth markers? Like once you kind of get that feedback from your body that it's behaving in a youthful, energised, vital way, you know, your sex drive is up, your skin is glowing, you've got energy, then you start getting the external loop feedback. People say Yes. Hey, You look great. You look fresh. Mm -hmm. What have you done to yourself? And then that's so motivating. And I always, you know, when, when we do things on ageless, I I always want to, my goal is, and my purpose is to get people started on that journey because the loop feedback is so positive. It's going to carry you through. It's about starting and it's about finding the, the moment to start. So Let's talk about your 75 Hard journey. Let's talk about what you, you were taught. You said that it was, you know, a, a reliance on alcohol, you're yeah. feeling bad about yourself, about, you know, dusting a second marriage. Um, you had three kids. And then how did you hear about 75 Hard? And what made you think that this was going to be the thing, the, the vehicle to light the fuse?
1: Well, for me, uh, it was that. 75 hard, you're not, one of the components is you cannot drink alcohol for 75 days. So for me, uh, it was showing up for myself, uh, that long stint of sobriety that the the cloud alcohol is a depressant. Okay. So it was the cloud, the fog had sort of lifted I shredded. I lost eight and a half kilos. Do you think you lost um, his, the eight
0: and a half kilos because of the twice daily exercise? Because it's a lot of exercise.
1: I think for me, my body um, really responds to walking. And it did the first time. So I had two babies in two years. My first two sons are 13 months apart. Mm -hmm. And when I gave birth to the second baby, I was, um, Spencer, I was 93 kilos and I was standing in the hospital on the scales and I started crying. (laughs) I'd never been that big. And, uh, And I bought a double mountain buggy pram then and I just walked and walked and walked. So walking and I lost the weight after the children. So fast forward to 2018. I really do think my body responds really well to walking. But, yeah, the twice-daily exercise is a lot, but also uh, the water, also the no alcohol because yeah. alcohol, the hangover, You, I was eating terribly after a hangover, you know, Uber Eats, um, things, and then I wouldn't even work out for another three days with, you know, how busy the business was as well. So it was just this vicious cycle. I was playing catch up, catch up and work was so intense. And then when I had my children, that was also intense. So I got myself into just some really unhealthy patterns and what you were saying before about when people run into you, you know, after a while and you've been looking after yourself, they do, they go, Oh my gosh, you look so good. And for a long time, I didn't really believe it, but then the consistency of what I was doing. And that also has involved uh, meditation. What, uh, what type I,
0: of meditation do you do?
1: I do guided meditation. But I went and studied with uh, a lady in Bali and spent some time over there by myself. And I started to become very empowered as a woman because I'd never even travelled by myself. And, and um, you know, before COVID, I was travelling a lot by myself. So uh, I just, yeah, I, I literally now jump out of bed in the morning, like I get up between 4.30 and 5, meditate. I have a really great routine, but I also feel like I have turned back the clock and I've never felt like I look or feel better.
0: Have you ever tried human growth hormones as part of your regeneration? No. I've tried human growth hormones. Yeah, wow. And the feeling that the visceral feeling of youth in your body is wow. super intoxicating but wow. i was in Aspen on holidays and um one of the people that was kind of in our group uh traveling was a really famous uh football player gordon tallis and i was telling him and his wife Gemma that i was trying human growth hormones and i think at the time i was must have been like 44 44 your age and he was like don't do it like don't do it it's so bad it's like it can really trigger cancer and he was like he was super strong about it obviously you know being a a sportsman and having grown up with that education around performance enhancement so anyway I I stopped taking it but the feeling left me wanting more and so I researched and researched and researched about genetics epigenetics hormones on how to mimic that naturally and I, I i do it so intermittent fasting was a huge part of that for me uh walking sleep meditation absolutely um mm-hmm. i follow dr david sinclair's at lifespan Same. yeah Same. so i take
1: i, I take m&m yep. and i've been taking metformin for five years as well
0: yeah and that has given me the exact same feeling wow result as the human growth hormones. And to wow. me, I'm really glad I tried it because the, I got to see what the power of like it literally was the elixir of life. I was woohoo! I couldn't yeah, believe wow. how my body felt and looked and behaved, but you know it's not a long-term strategy, and it's and so yeah, i wow. I loved it.
1: How old are you?
0: I'm 47.
1: Wow, you look amazing.
0: We look amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, we do.
0: Tell me about, can I ask you if I, if I can? I hope you don't think that this is um, crossing the boundary, but what about your sexuality? Do you find that like from feeling better and younger and healthier, it's like it's it's such an aphrodisiac. I, I found that it just completely changed all my energy levels.
1: Yeah, I definitely feel very, uh, yeah, very energised, very empowered. Yeah, I've always been very comfortable with my sexuality. So, um, but definitely uh, that part of my life has definitely gotten better since I've gotten older, for sure.
0: And do you think that it's from like from a mental perspective or you think it's like you like your body more or it's a physicality that's changed?
1: Yeah, I think it's it's definitely a confidence thing. And, you know, when we're in our 20s, you know, you're insecure and you're not so confident and, you know, you second-guess yourself a lot. Uh, I definitely have increased confidence but also energy as well.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. My- Life's
1: just gotten a lot better in the last few years.
0: Has there ever been a time in your life or in your youth, I always ask my guests this, you know, were you always beautiful or was, you know, was your quest for have you know having vitality and beauty and um rejuvenation from a trauma or a time in your life where you didn't feel good about yourself or beautiful. Did you ever have that time?
1: Well I, I most definitely did. I was signed to Chadwick's uh, model management in Sydney when I was 12 years old. So I started modeling very, very early. I did Dolly Cover Girl competition uh same as Miranda Kerr. And uh I was modelling every school holidays and I think I grew up very quickly and I it was you know it was a great experience but I was exposed to probably things that I maybe shouldn't have been so young and I did suffer some trauma um, throughout my teenage years which sort of I suppose uh, I really felt the effects of around 18, 19 and I kind of had a Well, I did. I had a nervous breakdown and um, went on some medication and and my weight just blew out. Like I put on a lot of weight. And um, I was really, really, really ashamed and really embarrassed and and found it really hard to face people because I'd always sort of looked a certain way. So coming back from that, uh, that was a pretty painful time for me. I, I didn't think that I would would ever feel good again I was in a bit of a dark place so um, I came off the medication which probably was too strong to be prescribed for me anyway I was only 19 years old and uh, you know got really healthy and uh, lost the weight and
0: and never looked back. And then you know when you as you've gotten older what have you learned about longevity, vitality, beauty what are some of the things that you Think, oh my god! I wish I knew that in my twenties, or I wish I knew that in my thirties. My body really likes this. I wish I'd been on
1: Metformin longer. That uh, I, I suppose alcohol for me has been the number one. Like I just wish I'd never drank. I wish I'd never started. It just never agreed with me, and um, it, I just—it's just like a poison in my body. Even now, like sometimes when I'm with uh, with my boyfriend he might have a gin and I will join him for one or two very occasionally and the next day I I literally wake up with nausea like I it's like I've drank in a like had a full bottle like it just my body repels it it
0: just isn't for me so that's one thing I wish I had known So, I mean, alcohol is always in terms of aging, it's always linked to the whole conversation about inflammation, right? Mm -hmm. So, we take the metformin and to regulate the uh, sugar levels. It's also the only known anti aging drug in the world. Um, Mm -hmm. It helps with the visceral fat. But what other things do you do as part of your rituals of wellness um, that you think really impact? all of those youth markers that, that, you know, make you look as gorgeous as you do?
1: I, I drink a lot of filtered water, so minimum three litres a day. Uh, I have a Kangen water machine. Uh, water, I, you know, I think I said to my mother the day I bought it, that's the sign of maturity because I would have normally bought a handbag or something expensive, but I bought a filtered <laughs> water machine. Uh, I also I, I have green juice daily. So I really like to get my body into an alkaline state. So I what's also in your green
0: juice?
1: Um, I have kale, uh, cucumber celery, spinach, just anything green, pretty much, a bit of lemon juice, sometimes a bit of ginger. And I also uh, I do do a bit of fasting. Probably once a month, I will do a 24 to a 48-hour fast and just do waters and teas and give my digestion a really um, large break. And when I get hungry, I I, I use pink salt under the tongue uh, and really just hydrate myself. And and by the end of the 48 hours, I just feel amazing.
0: And what about Mm. um, aesthetic things or um, biohacking things? Do you do any saunas, cryotherapy? Are you interested in kind of the science of... um, rejuvenation, which you know is is has started in the sports area. So I'm sure your boyfriend mm-hmm. is it all across that too. I love it. I love reading things from the sports arena because exactly. they they they're really clever at it. So have has he shared mm-hmm. any great insights with you on recovery and rejuvenation from that industry? Yeah. So cold therapy for sure.
1: Uh I, I have a cold shower every day. It was very difficult for me to start that. That's been a huge hurdle for me, but I also, whether I'm in Sydney or Melbourne, I try and go into the ocean, no matter whether it's winter or summer, I will get into the water and uh, do some cold therapy. I get into my pool when I'm in Albury uh, in the winter as well. So cold therapy for sure. I love infrared saunas as well. And uh, you have one? No, I don't, but my um my trainer has one and then I'm putting one in in Aubrey actually. And also, yeah, I'm re- I'm really a firm believer in spending some time in the sun without sunglasses on and really looking into the sun directly. I think it's really healing and really good for your energy levels.
0: And do you do um anything in terms of have you ever done travel for wellness have you gone to health retreats or you know um, there's such a lot of travel around wellness and rejuvenation Um, I'm crazy. I
1: haven't yet I've only done travel has been for me um, more about the meditation process meditation uh, was not something that I really thought I would ever be able to do and when I started I you know, I couldn't turn my mind off for even five minutes. But, you know, I meditate every morning and sometimes morning and night. But um, traveling to Bali and spending quite a, a lot of time um, with a lady called Nicole Phoenix Starr, who taught me to meditate, uh, that's been hugely powerful for me. Just to slow myself down.
0: I mean, you're obviously a cosmetic nurse so you understand the physiology of skin and beauty um, and the science of beauty. What are some of the things that from your clinical work you know uh, are underrated but extremely powerful, you know, beautifying rituals to that you can teach people about?
1: Well, I think for me... Uh, vitamin a at night is like one of my just you know i sometimes my beauty routine is always cleansing but always uh if i've only got ever two things it'd be a cleanser and a vitamin a serum or a vitamin a uh, cream or the i have a prescription of stevia when i i like to sort of turn the cells over a bit quicker vitamin a definitely is very underrated i also um I also would never ever have another filler again if I had to give up Botox.
0: (laughs) So Botox. I love it.
1: I (laughs) like anti-wrinkle. I just like, I like what it does to the skin. I like uh, how, how my skin feels when it's working, you know, it slows down those static wrinkles. And I think uh, it's, it's a, a wonderful medication.
0: Have you tried other things like threads, um PRP? Have you had laser on your skin? Had everything. Me too. <laughs> love it all. I just had, had threads had for the first time and I loved it. What do you like? Yeah, the best? I haven't had them yet because I, I have been practicing threads since August
1: 2020. We do a lot in clinic. I was trained uh, with the girls at Shape Clinic at Dr. Stephen Liu's oh, clinic. It. Yeah. I'm like an unofficial staff member up there. I love the team there, but uh, yeah, love threads. But I haven't had anyone uh, do the treatment on me, so I'm really much looking for. I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, what else do I really like? Yeah, I like um, Factor Four. Uh, we do Factor Four at our clinic. Uh, I've had fractional laser. I really, I really, um, I had Cosmilon. April 2020, and that was a really, really effective treatment for me, especially my uh, neck and um, décolletage for melasma. Yeah, it was was amazing.
0: Yeah, really good. I was. You have? Yeah, yeah. I had it for my melasma. I found it really strong, very, very strong, very Um, strong. What about, um, biostimulators and, you know, you said you have filler, but as a cosmetic nurse, I'm really interested. What do you think about this, the concept of building up our own collagen and working with modalities that, you know, boost the scaffolding, which is the collagen and versus filling and, um muscle relaxants
1: I think that's great I think it's really good I mean I think that's why the threads have been very uh a nice surprise uh as I said to you earlier in our conversation I started I was originally trained in Melbourne as a cosmetic nurse in 2004 and I mean that was during the gangland war I mean that's how old I am I uh I you know we were only really injecting marionette lines, nasal labial folds, and, and lips and 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 then uh, yeah, I think I'm, i I just detest the look of too much filler. I really do. Yeah, so mm-hmm. back then thread lifts were not very successful. So that was when they sort of started, and I was really put off by thread lifts and what I had seen from threads. So when I was offered this training in twenty twenty I was like, mm, I don't know, like really, I wasn't sure that it was going to really be for me and uh I've had some really significant results and 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 high levels of patient satisfaction you know from stimulating you know breaking that tissue inside and the and the collagen reforming around that thread and really uh you know getting some beautiful tightening effects from it,
0: yeah, you know, and a I lot mean, of people the results look amazing to me yeah. And- Yes and it makes sense you know the science mm. of it makes sense and i'm always interested in the science of things um mm-hmm. Uh, and going back to the principles, you know, the principles of skin health and skin youth don't change. You need collagen, Mm -hmm. you need elastin, um, you need luminosity. So all the things you've talked about, you know, the Cosmoland for the luminosity and the even skin tone, you need, you know, the scaffolding, which is the collagen and uh, the Mm -hmm. elastin. You need the quality of the skin to to be good. So you need the vitamin A hydration. So, you know, none of the principles have changed and everyone gets – quite excited by the new things, but that's why I always say, you know, it's so important which expert is in charge mm. of your rejuvenation mm. processes because you need to work with an expert who understands that it's, mm. you know, it's it's a commitment and it's a process. Are there, are there any, um, on the surgical side of things, are there anything, mm-hmm. is there anything that you've had and is there anything that you're curious about?
1: uh I think uh liposuction's you know a very good thing uh especially for smaller people uh dr Mendelssohn had um done liposuction all through my jawline when I was twenty five and uh it was quite a significant result i had uh i don't I'm not a big fan of of the double chin injections I just find that for the downtime and the results that uh, in the patients that I treated, the satisfaction was quite low Mm -hmm. and I have to really be able to believe in a treatment for me. I just didn't see that the results were that significant. So, yeah, I think um, uh, upper lid surgery is definitely something that um, is is a wonderful treatment um, in the right
0: hands for sure what about um body work do you do you like the cool sculpting the um m sculpt surgery are there any are there any of those things that you know you try in in the line of your business or you're curious about having
1: yeah i'm curious about sculpt cool, um cool sculpt I have not had it I'd like to have it uh to to try it out but I haven't had it yeah obviously I've had breast augmentation uh, twice I had during, after my first two children, my third child was definitely not planned. So, um, I, I then went and had a second surgery, um, with Dr. Craig Rubenstein after my third baby as well. So definitely, uh, uh, the breast augmentation surgery is something that has uh, left me feeling more feminine. So it was definitely a positive
0: decision that I made for sure. And did you have the second one as a revision to your first?
1: Yes. It was was because uh, of the breastfeeding. Okay. Yeah, there was just not as much elasticity.
0: Would you ever have a facelift? I would, yes. I would too. I've become like recently.
1: (laughs) I never thought I would,
0: but then I think, gosh, I want to try, you know, I think. Before you need it is a great time to have it right I,
1: I think uh, you know if you've worked for dr brian Mendelssohn I, I just i don't think that you could not you know and I remember being an extremely judgmental person i I think it was my first week uh, working uh, for him, and the patient was forty two and we were wheeling her into surgery and I, I must have made a comment and uh which was which was kind of funny because I would have been fairly you know frightened to have made a comment like being so young and you know this really amazing job that I had and uh I, it must have been along the lines of you know wow you know like I was surprised that you know a, a young woman in my eyes was having a, a facelift and he explained to me that uh having a facelift at that age that she will maintain her jawline and that she will always be 10 years younger without uh, any of her friends and family even really noticing. So that, that was really, that really stuck with me. So yeah, I think uh, you know, he is the godfather of the lower facelift. So I've seen a lot of amazing things. And the other person I hugely admire would be um Charchi K.O. in Santa Monica. Oh my god,
0: yeah. Um, incredible. Face.
1: Honestly, he's that ponytail so, lift. It's crazy. And I I went and spent some time uh with his nurses uh when I was in LA last year and Uh, I actually messaged Brian and said, I'm going to go and see Chachi. And Brian said, wow, he saw him speak at one of the European conferences and said um, he is truly an innovator. So that's coming from Brian Mandelson. So, yeah, he's
0: amazing. What do you think is the future of longevity and anti-aging beauty?
1: Uh, I think that's the exciting thing. I think it's just evolving. But I think for me uh, what I've learned from reading Dr. David Sinclair's um, work is I think that's where it's heading you know um, actually turning back the clock and making um, and taking steps to make the cells younger you know and I think that his work is just really really exciting and uh, that's why I follow his protocol.
0: That was one of the things that was so important to me with ageless, you know I, mm. my background is the cosmetic industry and the beauty mm-hmm. industry, and then I was a publisher. But I, when I wanted to do ageless, I didn't want to speak. There's so much consumer content, oh sorry, there's yeah. so much business to business content out there and mm-hmm. podcasts that speak to us as an industry. I wanted mm-hmm. to speak to the consumer. And I wanted to have the ageing conversation or rather ageless conversation from the perspective of all the things that are responsible for keeping us vital, beautiful, fresh, um, healthy. And the mm-hmm. very first pillar of that is, you know, the thing that both you and I are in awe of, which is the workaround, longevity, cellular yeah. rejuvenation. Absolutely. Resetting the body clock, mm-hmm. learning from the, um, you know, medicine and science and the advances that they've made in that longevity study to then apply it to beauty. And Mm -hmm. then once you have the energy reset or diagnosis, you do the reset, and then Mm -hmm. beauty stuff is an overlay. So I really wanted to make sure, so, you know, in every episode, in every issue of the magazine, it's always rejuvenation first, which is the biohacking, the wellness, Mm -hmm. the cellular regeneration, then aesthetics then products, and then the mm. beyond, which I call, you know, all the, the things over and above. What about exercise, Alex? What are you doing? What do you think is the most youthful, productive, other than walking, what, what have you found really has worked for your body to keep it looking young?
1: Uh, I'm a big fan of um, Tracy Anderson Method. Oh, so you I, I've never done it. Yeah, massive fan. Uh, I I did ballet for 11 years so I am I have a background in dance so for me that's a really really fun workout I find um, music is therapy for me as well so I really that's why the walking so important for me because listening to music really raises my vibration and makes me feel really positive um I because of the dance uh, I started Pilates when I was uh, 12 years old my dance teacher was really beyond her years and yeah, so Pilates for me is another big one. Whether it's reformer, it's been really hard with the lockdowns. Um, I've had to sort of give away the reformer, but even uh, a, an advanced mat class is really um, good for the body and it just reaches so many different muscles. And also, obviously, weights for bone density. And uh, and I just find you know look at look at elderly people; they just they they're frail and that's that's been the number one thing for me because i want to live till i'm 120 and that's my goal and i i saw a podcast on uh, a, a gentleman speak on tom
0: billius podcast about yeah, I love that. You know, the human yeah oh, he's amazing yeah, yes, yes
1: yes have you seen that episode <laughs> where they yes, talk I about have. like bending down to reach up your um, pick up your great-grandchild and lift right. um Uh, lift a suitcase over your head in a train like when you watch elderly people out and about they can't do those things Mm. and they just don't move so for me flexibility and strength and I I can only get that to through weight training so uh, I do I have um, kettlebells and leg weights and um, I I maintain even at home I'm I'm lifting in some capacity I've got 20 litre um you know, water containers, and I'll squat with them, like whatever it takes.
0: I think that's really important. Um, do you know one of the the surprising things that I've learned on the ageless journey and in speaking to experts is the importance of orthodontics in the face yeah. shape and and how your face structure and scaffolding looks. Do you you believe in that, in orthodontics and teeth alignment and, you know, the the importance of smile care? You've got gorgeous teeth. Are are they veneers?
1: No. Firstly, I don't have one feeling. Secondly, they're all my teeth.
0: Thirdly,
1: my father was just absolutely, like, would sit me up on the bench and, like, floss my teeth for me. Like, my father's a pharmacist. So he was, like, really, really onto us from, you know, really a young age about our teeth. I have had wire braces twice and Invisalign, um, again, like I'm obsessed with teeth. I'm so obsessed I with
0: teeth. They, they make break. such a difference to the <laughs> yeah. ageless yeah. conversation. Do you brighten yes. your teeth? Do you whiten them? Uh,
1: yes, I do, yes. Yeah, probably once a month. Uh Uh, I just have the trays and I'll just a tiny amount because I don't like to mess with the sensitivity, but know all of my own teeth.
0: What do you reckon makes a woman look young? And then I'll have the conversation with you about boys. But what what do you think are the visual cues that we kind of overlook but are probably more valuable to attend to? I think skin's a big one
1: skin I also think uh just the way she holds herself and walks into a room you know just having that confidence factor you know you can't you know I mean you've got to understand like I started going to these cosmetic conferences when I was you know in my 20s and you know I tell you one woman I just really look up to is Stefania Roberts like she does not give uh like she's just you know out on the stage doing her what does she do Zumba you know like just having that flair, um, it it makes you um, magnetic. Like you just, you know, she's on fire. Like when she's at the conferences, and and you know, you can't help but be attracted to to that, and um, really take notice of women that have that air about them.
0: With The 75 Hard, one of the components yeah. of it is reading nonfiction books. And I'm wondering, were there any books that you read during, you know, your process and, and ongoing that really lit you up and gave you um, some perspective or you'd like to share with our readers that you think, oh, my God, read this book?
1: I um, My number one is uh, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. And even for me, you know, I've met David Goggins, but even for me, uh, when I'm having a, a lower vibration day, I will go onto YouTube and listen to a compilation of of his words. and he just, you know, it's all about not feeling sorry for yourself and getting off your ass and actually having a crack. And that's the problem with people that we just don't act. Like we've just, it's, it's the... You know, you might have a good idea, but it's acting on it and it's getting out there. And he often talks about it. And, you know, I walk minimum of 10Ks a day. I don't always feel like it, but I do it. So it's just having that momentum. The other book uh, I really liked was uh, The Gift of Adversity, which is about um, a soldier who basically becomes paralysed. And, uh, and then, uh, goes to hospital and like his life's over and he's staring at the ceiling and it's his journey, um, to walking again. So that was an amazing story as well. Yeah. I've read a lot of books.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's such a great opportunity to kind of be disciplined about, you know, feeding your mind as well. What's your advice, Alex? What's, if you could, you know, tweak one thing about anything about your life or yourself, what's your advice? Bread. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, love bread, <laughs> so I don't buy it. Um, yeah, and I, I, as I said before, I'm just not good on alcohol, so I try to avoid that as much as possible.
0: Was it 375 hard? That Was that the first time in your life that you decided to cut out alcohol? Was that your first time? Not three? really.
1: Like I, I would say that I was more of a binge drinker, but... Um, <sighs> from giving it away like like everything just started to be better parenting looks body uh work focus like everything so yeah that would be for me and it's really hard like sometimes of course you feel like having one just to escape a little bit we all want to have a little you know escape but um it's just not worth it for me
0: tell me about um we were talking before about men, and you love working on men's. Uh, you you're good at working on men's skin and um, anti aging in your clinic. Yeah. What do you like? What do you think really gets a great result for men?
1: Jawline.
0: Jawline, chin. So and filler? you know what
1: else? Sorry, filler. Yeah, filler. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, And the other thing that works really well on men is actually implementing a skincare regime because most of them wash their face with shampoo. So, um, (laughs) um, but yeah, I feel like, as I said to you um, before we started recording, I don't love, uh, I don't encourage a a massive male clientele. I I have male clients. Uh, I do feel that injecting men, I have become a better injector. I really do. Like I, it's always something I'm like, Oh, I don't know. like I get, I'm a bit, you know, and then when I start, I'm actually really proud of what I've achieved. Um, and I've got some lovely male clients, but, uh, I'm very drawn to women. I, I like, I like to support women to be their best self. I love hearing stories. I love, um, you know, empowering women and helping them get their confidence back. And, you know, I have clients that, you know, they've lived on farms and so have a, a practice in, you know, country, New South Wales. So they've lived on farms and looked after kids and, you know, had really, you know, hard kind of lives. And, you know, their marriages have ended and they've come to me not even really knowing where to begin. So, I really love women and I love helping women. That is my passion. But uh, injecting men has made me a better injector for sure.
0: Let's talk about love because I think that, you know, you and I are at the same vintage and we probably grew up at a time that was quite possibly the most confused messaging where we were Mm. given the Superwoman Kool-Aid that we could do anything, we could be anyone, But we were still kind of on the hangover of being amazing in bed, amazing cooks, amazing mothers, good girls. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, when I was about to divorce my second husband, I pulled my parents aside and I said, listen, just want to let you know I'm about to leave this marriage. I do not want to have one negative word from you. You're either on Mm -hmm. board or you're not. Um, It's going to be completely respectful. We are not going to court. Mm -hmm. It's all going to be amicable and this man is going to be my life forever. So you may not interfere, nothing. But uh, like you, I felt crushed because I I was still, you know, I still had the hangover of why couldn't I have it all? Mm. Did you have a kind of, you know, when you found yourself in that place, did you think, oh, I'm too old or I'll never find love like that again or, and were you surprised when you did?
1: I was. I feel like, I think it was really after my first baby that I felt like I'd completely lost it and that a man would never look at me again. Really? And I, yeah, I was so depressed. And I just think it was the hormones and the body change. And I remember walking home um, from Turek Village to our house and pushing the pram. And I was with one of my girlfriends who also worked for Dr. Mendelssohn Michaela, and she's just this stunning, gorgeous girl. And I just remember looking at her and and, uh, I'm just not an envious person at all or a jealous woman at all. I've always been really secure in myself. And I just remember thinking that's it, I've lost it. And uh, how old were you? 27. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't, it was when I was, I think it was uh, around 33. I think I really, you know, stood in my power and uh, really, you know, was starting to really get confident and feel good about myself as a woman. But yeah, I think that, you know, marriage is very different to what you expect, specifically when you get married in your early 20s. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, my first husband is like, He's like the brother I never had like he's amazing like we talk every day you know we have dinner all the time um yeah he's he's amazing but um yeah I just I was like a little girl like a child and And how do you turn up
0: differently in your current relationship and what what wisdom and kind of I guess confidence have you brought in that you probably wouldn't have had in your 30s or in your 20s
1: I feel like um, maturity but also it's a, it's a feeling of being very equal. We're both That's really amazing on our own and then when we come together it's, it's a very equal feeling um, of supporting each other and uh, it's, really, it's really lovely. Yeah,
0: and what really, do you really think is the most attractive and vibrant quality that you possess? Kindness yeah I
1: think I really like to make people feel good about themselves
0: and if you had to do another 75 hard and there was a goal to achieve at the end of it what's um what's left in in what you'd like to elevate in
1: I think being in okay I'm, I'm still so um I skip I'm still ready to skip forward into the future like I'm I'm so, like, it's just the ability to to be present and just to, you know, slow down and notice those parts of myself in the moment. Um, I'm still very quick to to live in the future. So I, I feel like, yeah, the ability to to stay very present and really appreciate what I've got right now, which is all amazing. Um, even despite COVID, you know, my Melbourne business has been shut up for most of the year and it's been really hard mentally, but it's because of the work that I've been doing on myself for the last two years that I have just still been jumping out of bed like I've never been happier in my life. So just enjoying what I've got right now is for me
0: very important. And what would you say to the 19 year old version of yourself who thought, you know, she was going to lose it all? Um
1: I was I would just be a lot kinder to her. Yeah. 'Cause she you know, she she had it all anyway. Um, and she never had to doubt herself. So yeah, I would just show her love and be really kind.
0: Well, I would I'm so happy that we met. Yeah. It was just such a beautiful conversation. And you know, that you're you're loved and you're admired for so many things, but I think that um, well I certainly didn't know this side of you and I, I love your tenacity and your wisdom and your generosity in sharing the steps that um, you've learned and incorporated into your life and you know you, you seem to be a, an incredibly open um, person and you know it just radiates and your spirit is absolutely ageless and it matches you. your beautiful glow. So it was, thank it was really you. wonderful. So
1: nice. Thank you for using that word tenacity too. It's one of my favourites. Yeah, so
0: thank you, you You definitely have it. And I can't, I can't wait to meet you in real life. I can't wait I can't to meet you in real life. life. I'm coming in for a treatment. I'm going to send yes. people to you for a treatment. So where I are your wait. clinics, by the way, Alex? The, one in Sorry, Aubrey.
1: I, yeah, Aubrey and in South Yarra. And uh, once a month I've been in Sydney uh, in Double Bay. So I'm hoping to get that going again as soon
0: as we reopen. Well, I'm around the corner in Point Piper, so I'm coming to see you in Double Bay.
1: Yes, I will see you. Thank you so much. Such a pleasure. Uh, Have a beautiful weekend.
0: uh, Great to see you. You too. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy. Reignite your relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, respark intimacy, and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. I'm Baha Etmanen, your host and founder of Ageless by Rescue. For more exclusive content, show transcript, behind-the-scenes video, real people reviews and extended interviews with experts, I invite you to please follow us at Ageless by Rescue on Instagram, Facebook and Rescue TV on YouTube. You can also sign up to receive our e-magazine and newsletters, all for free.